Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good afternoon and welcome to the Coco Express Show for May 17th, 2014. It's a Saturday and it's a beautiful Saturday at that. Well, what, what would this be? Of course, my fax machine decides it wants to go off like crazy. So, I um, have to tell you, when we get busy, we get busy. Anyway, um, moving forward, today is a beautiful day like I was saying. It has also been one of those kind of days where you have to take the good with the bad. I had an amazing run this morning with um, my run uh, partners, and it was really good and exciting. But then I turn around and have one of those days where you put the key in the door and the doorknob comes off before you can open up the door. So, you know, you take the good with the bad, and you, you run with it. But the most amazing thing about today is we have an opportunity to meet with Max Assel. Max Assel has um, his interesting history, and I want him to share it with us because there's some things that I learned about him that I kind of discovered, and I want you to get to know who he is and let him tell his story in the meantime. Um, he is a, a respected entertainment journalist and blogger, and um, he has something really interesting going on called the Wood Grain Diaries, so we want to know more about that. And we did not have the opportunity to meet with him uh, on Wednesday. However, these things happen, and we know that, and we, we are so gracious that he had the opportunity and the time to, to join us again this Saturday. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you Max. Hello. Hello, Max. Hey, how y'all doing today? We are doing quite well. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that, you know, your schedule opened up so you could be able to, to, to join us today because that was kind of short notice for today. Yeah, most definitely. But, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's all good. It takes what it takes. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just taking a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm with you on that one. Now, who is Max Hassell? Um, Matt Castle, like I said, I'm, um, you know, I'm like you said, I'm an entertainment journalist. I'm a blogger. I just really love all things entertainment. Um, you know, just um, growing up, you know, just I, entertainment was the constant thing that I was able to, um, I guess, you know, entertain myself with, you know, and it was just the one constant in my life because it changed a lot so much over the years. And so, you know, um, Max is basically just um, a supercharged version of Mario Haskell, you know, and it just represents Mario always being himself to the fullest, you know, at all times, you know, just taking it to the max at all times. Okay. Now, uh, how did you get into this? How did you start getting into the entertainment industry? Um, I kind of grew up around it, really, because I, I say it because I started so young, like around um, 15 or 16. And just being in Chicago and, like, a lot of um, right place at the right time opportunities and just um, capitalizing on each one, I've been kind of doing thing after thing since I was about 16 years old. Okay, and you're originally from Chicago, correct? I'm originally from Chicago, yes. Oh, Chi-Town, all right. And 
<laughs> I've spent some time there. I, I like Chicago. It's just that you have the extreme. Either it's too hot or it's too cold. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I was like, mm-mm. So I kind of, I'm a New Yorker, so we get it too, but not to that degree or to those extremes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And that's and, definitely, yeah, it's the extreme. <laughs> no, no, it's all right, yeah. Now, I, um, Stumbled across the fact that you wrote a book. Now, tell us it's not in your um, it's not in your bio, but I oh you know I saw that. What did you write a book about? Um, okay, well um, the book is called Sarah Had Blessings Too, and um, it's one of those things. The reason why it's not in the bio is just because you know I did it back in 2010, and you know your story constantly progresses. So it's it's been a lot that's taken place since then. But the book is about four friends. Um, they're all male characters. Um, they're all from Chicago, and three of them are survivors of sexual abuse, kind of like myself. And it's just about, like, the events that the Lord uses to kind of thrust them into the healing process. Oh, and, you know, it's funny you say that, you know, that was done in 2010, but that makes you who you are today, and that's part of who you are today. So it should not be left out. That is a very interesting fact about you. I mean, so how has that affected what you do going forward, what you do today? Um, it's affected it in a lot of ways, and not even just professionally. You know, um, and a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when you talk about sexual abuse or anything like that, and that's what, like, I kind of personally you feel like it should be, like, maybe more punishment. In my particular case, it's not really, you know, that type of story because that individual is dead, and we were both kids at the time anyway. So I was more like I was more pure molestation, you know, but that um, – you know, the trust issues and, I mean, just the, you know, um, the control, you know, wanting to just have, you know, that I have that bad, like wanting to have my hand in every pot. Like that's something to this day that I still work on. And, you know, just um, at the end of the day for me, it, it, it affects it in a good way because it gives me like a platform and something to champion and stand behind because just like you said, that's an interesting fact. And it's not like I walk around, you know, with the poster on that on front because I believe in, you know, sharing your story with people as they, you know, earn the right to know. But at the same time, when it's time, you know, you let that go because that could help somebody else. You know, it could be I could say something that may not even that like help a child that's going through it, but that like might trigger something in a parent like, oh, maybe my child is going through this. And, you know, just, you know, get them to investigate. So it kind of, you know, it helps because you can help. And, you know, it affects mm-hmm. because you get to have impact at this point. And being that, you know, we're not going to stay on this subject matter, to, you know, for a long time, but being that you've had that happen to you, what is your view towards um, what impact has it had on you in regards to children that you are around? Um, well, like I said, I'm a parent myself. You know, my daughter is six, and it's kind of one of those things where um, I can really equate it to the moment she was born because the moment I ever went through, like, it didn't matter at that point. And, I mean, like, I revamped my whole brand. You know, I would go to schools a lot and do, like, you know, the motivational speeches. And not even talking about that, but just talking about, like, cyberbullying and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just really – it's about awareness and it's about empowerment. And that that's really like I can't emphasize that and stress that enough because if I had been more aware or if I had been more empowered, I probably could have, like, done something or said something earlier, you know, and just kind of because my parents didn't find out until I was 18 years old. Like, and I mean, like, it's not like it didn't have its obvious manifestations, but, you know, in a black community, we see stuff under the rug and we deal with mm. what we have exactly in front of us. So, you know, it is one of those things where, like, it made me want, because I, I, I don't want that to happen to nobody else, but at the same time, you know, it's 
you really can't control what happens to the kids once they're not in front of you. So I believe, like I already talked to my daughter about it, and she's six. I've been talking to her about it for like three or four years. I just believe that even children, like as early as they can be empowered and as early as they can be made aware of certain things, they have to be because they're the ones out dealing with that. You know, kids go through a lot when we out getting a check. I mean, look at what I was going through on my parents. My parents were no drug addicts, and they were just at work, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I appreciate your candidness and, and your honesty because you are absolutely correct. We have limited control over our day-to-day, our own day-to-day activities. And when we put our children in the hands of others while we are not with them, while we're out trying to just give them a good life, we don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. I, I appreciate you for that. Now, let's get on to the music. You have this um, wood grain diaries. What exactly is that? Okay, well, the wood grain diaries is a project that I'm working on now. It's kind of like um, the concept behind it is because my sound is so unique and niche. It's called New New Jack Swing. I just wanted to do a project that just gave it like its definitive, well, basically its definition. You know, so um, it's basically like I took four old school hip hop songs like um, Nas, One Mike, and when I say old school, I don't mean like back to the 80s, I mean, like, classic, like, from, you know, 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. like, that I grew up with. So you got Nas, One Mike, Who You With by Jay-Z, Ice Cube, Have a Good Day, and um, A-Ball and MJG with Tila um, showing up. And I basically just did R&B songs over all of those hip-hop tracks and in the future with three original songs. And the three original songs, two are produced by um, the production duo Nard and B, and they work with, like, Ludacris, um, Waka Flocka, and Gucci Man, And then the um, last original one, was produced by Jack Knight, and everybody knows Jack Knight. That's like Diddy's number one songwriter or whatever. But it's just about, you know, the time and quality that it takes. The time it takes to put out a quality project. You know, when you mm-hmm. think of wood grain, you're thinking of high-end luxury vehicles, and that, that's mm-hmm. not something that, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, that's that you have to really take the time with it. And a lot of times, like, you have to let stuff develop itself. You know, I've, I've had just a great time and a great um, – it's been a blessing to be a conduit or a vessel for this project to, like, kind of manifest itself because it kind of has put itself together slowly over the past year and a half, and I'm just very pleased with the outcome. Oh, great, because what I did was I took um, your SoundCloud and I posted it on the um, my webpage so that people can go on and they can listen to all the songs, and if they want to buy them, they can buy them too. So, you know, and I did listen to them, and, and I, I kind of like, I mean, I have to admit, it was cute and funny for me because I'm associating, you know, the old school song with what you're doing, and I'm like, this is just so so slick. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And that, that's really what I was looking for. And it's funny that even you liked it because the specific target audience that I was aiming at, you know, a lot of people try to dance around their problems. But, like, I wanted to get directly to that hood dude's car. And, like, I worked very mm-hmm. closely with my brother, you know, who is more of a hood dude than I am to get this project just perfect. And, I, you know, like, and it's, I'm getting the same exact response from everybody. So just thank you all so much. Like, You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Yeah, old people like stuff too now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, and I'm not your average older person, okay? I'm just going to tell you, okay? Um, now, you are in a unique position because you have celebrity contacts. You have, you know, celebrity, a Rolodex of celebrities. Um, you know, you have a, a telephone full of celebrity contacts and information. However, you're not using them to promote your your music, you're doing it by hard work and effort, correct? Yes. 
Now, how was that? How was that like? And do you have moments where you want to just turn around and make a phone call? And when it warrants, I do make the phone call. You know, I'm a strong believer, and you know, like the Lord gave me those contacts and everything for a reason. But I also believe, like, when you show up. You know, some people with value you can add. You know, you can't go up to nobody begging to just, you know, like give them your music and then what? Like what are they going to do with it? You go do what you're going to do with it and then just let them support it. You know, part of me writing and stuff in the media was because back when I was just an artist, you get tired of hearing we only take unsolicited, we don't take unsolicited material. You have to have the relationships, blah, blah, blah. So as opposed to going and finding people that had those relationships, I just decided to, you know, in the same similar sense, you know, do what I can do to build it up myself. Like, you know, I have people constantly, like celebrity-wise, tweeting about how good my writing and stuff is, but at the same time, before I put my music in their hands, like it's a demo tape, let me show them that I'm actually proficient, you know, aside from being an artist, I can actually add some value to the table, and I find that when you're willing to work your stuff a little more in the beginning, it's more frustrating, but you get more respect, and you get a better outcome at the end, so, you know, it's more of like a, damn, okay, next is that, you know, as opposed to, oh, mm-hmm. you need me to do this, you know, it's it's just a different approach, so. Yeah, so, What's the Max Hassel brand? What is that exactly? What does that compile? Come um, pile? What does that compose of? Well, of course, I'm an artist first, but you know, it's basically just all things entertainment. And the main, my main focus is showing people how to incorporate the entertainment lifestyle into their everyday lives. So you get the blog, which is just an extension of the Max Hassel brand, but that's the MaxOut.com where we cover like music, fashion, events that I like, and stuff like that. Clothing lines that I like that actually are. You know, sometimes we do giveaways. We do, you know, just help them incorporate it literally into their everyday life. And, I, and um, you know, just expand on that. I mean, eventually, you know, we talk 15, 20 years down the road, you know, first mm-hmm. $15 million I make, I'm opening the bank. You know, like, I just, I really like, you know, I just, I want my own, I'm not even clothing line. Like, we're talking about, like, luxury automobiles and stuff like that. Like, I really want to touch every aspect of your life, but it has to start from somewhere. So it's just starting here and helping them through the music, which is the most common way people are doing it right now, helping them incorporate that into their everyday lives. But, I mean, you know, it's just about, like I said, empowerment. It's about awareness. And it's early. I believe in training them early because you train a child up in the way they should go. When you get older, they won't depart from it. When I open up my bank, I'm catching them when they're 16 with that first job. I'm going to develop them. So when they're looking for that college loan, I got them. When they graduate, they're looking for that house loan, I got them. You see, and banks don't do that because, you know, like that, if you educate your people the right way, they're just going to become better customers for you. So I'm just educating my market right now. I'm just educating my audience. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're training them. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I'm training them to shop max. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now, Okay, I have a good question for you. The Max today, if the Max today went back to tell the Max yesterday something, what would what would he say to him? You better not stop. Okay. Now, the Max today, if the Max today wanted to put some future wisdom into the Max today, wait, let me get it right. The Max today wanted to go a couple, like 20 years ahead. What would you what would you leave for you to remember when you get there when you come back time travel? Um, ain't you glad you didn't stop? <laughs> and then that's really you know it's not to the left or the right. I feel like the Lord is gonna meet you where you at. 
I don't mm-hmm. feel like I would have went back and told myself anything that helped me along the path except for you better not stop because I might have could have did some things differently. Like, you know, when we talk about Max having an interesting story, you know, audience, I promise y'all over the years, or maybe over this year, for every million I tell, I'll tell y'all a little more of the story. But, you like, even how I became married and with my children and stuff, like, if I changed any intricate thing, like, none of that would have happened. And I feel like the same way going forward into the future. But the only thing I would tell him is for those moments, where I sat in those rooms crying or when I felt like I was going to stop or when I did stop, it's just the me and me wouldn't let me. You better not stop. And then, you know, I know that that reward is going to come at the end, and not even in the end. You know, when I look at the now, you know, I've got four bedrooms on three levels. We're talking about when I lived in Chicago, me and my wife were sharing, you know, the smallest bedroom in her parents' home. You know, I walked for 30 years. I've been through three luxury vehicles since I've been in Atlanta. So, you know, we talk about, what God is doing, I didn't know I was moving to Atlanta three weeks before I did, but I'm so glad when the Lord said go, I went. You know, so I would tell him, you better not stop. And I'm glad that I haven't stopped to this point. And I know I'm going to be even more glad in the future that I'm going to continue to push. So. All right. All right. I like you. <laughs> I oh, really thank li- you. <laughs> you're welcome. I like your energy. I like the message that you are, you know, you are – a lot of artists who do what you do and do how it do it how you do it, they don't always want to reach up and say, hear me saying, reach up and saying that my help comes from him. Um, a lot of them just say, you know, I did this, but you're saying that he is fueling, he is pushing, he is driving, and he is motivating you to be the best Max herself possible. Yeah, and, all day, every day. Yes, and that that. You know, that takes courage to do that because, you know, a lot of times people don't want to hear that stuff. You know that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I've been through enough for, like, I'm, I don't even feel, like, courageous saying that. You know, sometimes, like, and like I say, everybody's reality isn't the same. But for me, it's one of those things that it's so natural. It goes without saying, but I still say it. It's just who I am. You know, I don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm ever going to be greater than the creator. Everybody don't think like that, but I just know for me personally, for my life, it's best that I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> as soon as I, I get to thinking differently, like everybody else don't get the same consequence. But as soon as I get to thinking different, the pot of gold going to land on my house. Like, you know, <laughs> so before we can spend it, i got to get the house fixed. So, no, I, you know, Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit for Mario and Max all day. So Okay, great. Now, the other question I want to ask you, what advice and words of wisdom do you have for our youth? Because they, too, are watching you, and they're learning and they want to know how how can they, where can they, and what can they do at this point in their lives? And this is, um, as a matter of fact, it's the same exact message that I was in the high schools with two or three years ago. Basically, everything is transitioning right now. Education is transitioning. Even entertainment music business models are transitioning. And this is really a time where, and it wasn't explained to us, but if they get it, then they'll be fine. You kind of got to have control or take hold of your own dreams at this point because, honestly, like, they, they might, these might be the first generation of kids when they say the grown-ups don't get them to understand them and be telling the truth. You know, before it was just something people said, but, you know, 
granted, human nature don't change, but no, nah, like, we don't know what it's like to get beat up and then to get posted on YouTube and a million people see it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, everything really is, literally is so different, but it's one of those things where they're not going to be able to leave it in the hands of the teachers or even some of their parents that are older or their older brothers and sisters because you have to have that accountability. It's going to be the choices you make, okay? Maybe they don't get it, but you get it. So what can you do? You see, and you have to use your technology for a lot more than, you know, I want to go to this website and buy some shoes and blah. Yeah, I want you to come to the Max Out and shop, but I'm also going to send you into a link somewhere else to learn some music history and then somewhere to learn some current technology, you know, stuff like that, because you, you, have, to, you have to do it yourself. And I'm not saying don't take help or you don't need support or blah, but it has to be the most important to you. It's not going to be the most important to anybody else but you, so you have to own it. You have to, and in that, if you own it and you nurture it and foster it, your dream is going to grow into whatever it is you're trying to look at. So, And you raise a very, very valid point about um, this generation now that we are really unsure of. We don't really know them that well and how social media plays a huge, huge role in us understanding them. And you're absolutely right. Back, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago, you were not going to be able to see somebody getting jumped on a YouTube video or, you know, or seeing a bully bullying someone on a school bus. So, you know, and you're right. They have to let their their voice be heard, and they have to take this this medium, and it is a God-created medium, I believe, social media, and use it to help educate and empower us because – for us to understand them, they have to let us know what's going on in their world. And this is an excellent opportunity for them to do that. But it seems to me that they're using it for the wrong things in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the right It's got it. You know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where if you put something in somebody's hand and you don't give them an instruction manual, you know, then they're going to do what as much as they might know to do with it, you know. so. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And that you know, and the fact that that Mr. Max over here, he's he's got his foot on the pulse. Well, he's got his finger on the pulse, and he's got his foot on the pedal of what <laughs> <laughs> of what we should be looking at and moving towards in regards to ensuring that our future is going to be a future of complete and total understanding, not limited knowledge. And that's that's a beautiful thing. Now. When is the Wood Grain Diaries going to be released? Um, it is released on June 3rd, 2014, driving through your hood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And um, what other projects do you have going on, you know, in this regard? Um, well, right now, and, and the, the exciting thing is really like the Wood Grain Diaries is the first project off of um, Said So Entertainment, which is on my label that I went on the head and launched. I'm the same age Barry Gordy was when he launched his label, and I just feel like, you know, this is it's coming as a part of the whole. This this album in particular, this EP in particular, is not necessarily, like, for the youth, but at the same time you have to build that platform in order to, you know, get to where they are. So I'm just very excited to kind of, you know, get my Barry Gordy slash Michael Jackson on and, you know, just – redefine the sound of um, Young America again and, you know, just really 
I guess reach out to them. So right now the next project is just really pushing the Wood Brain Diaries, getting said so entertainment out there, and then just letting the people decide what they want for Max. Now that you know between the book and more music, and you know I got something ready. So whatever they say they want, I'm coming with it. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I also, so you know, I'm working on a sequel to the novel Sarah Had Blessings too. Also, so oh great, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Now, where can people find you so that they could check out um what is it the dot the dot project? No, your the dot um, project your... is um no, they got to look deep for that. I don't want them to find a dot project. I share it went throwback Thursday. <laughs> but we um all they have to do they can find me on YouTube, you can find mm-hmm. me on um Instagram and Twitter at Max Hassel. That's M A X X H A S S E L L. And then um, you can find me on Facebook also. Um, other than that, yeah, look those places. I constantly, if I do a live performance and you weren't there, you didn't get to catch it, it's going to be on my YouTube page. You can find me interviewing celebrities. And basically everything Max does, you can find online with that search. It's M-A-X-X-H-A-S-S-E-L-L. And I know why you call yourself the real Max Hassel, because I saw the other one. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I want to thank you for this opportunity, and I would like you to come back with more if you if you wish. I mean, it's it's up to you. Oh, most definitely, always. I love and appreciate the support, and I just say thank you so much for having me. And I mean, anytime, just you know, send me an email and let me know. We don't even have to be talking about me. I like a topic. Yeah, okay, great, because I got topics. <laughs> Okay, great. But it was indeed a pleasure. I want to thank you so much. I love your energy, and I love what you're about. I, re- I really, really, really dig what you are about and everything. So thank you this so is- much. Thank you so much. Yes. So um, we will keep in touch with you, and we will have you back as soon as you can. And, and folks, just look for the real Max Hassel, okay, the real one. And um, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you will be surprised if you go for the other one because he's nothing like this one. Um, <laughs> and so um, he's going to have the Wood Grain Diaries. They're going to be. It's going to be coming out June. You said June seventh. June third. June third. June third. June third. So just check it out. You're going to enjoy it, especially if you know the songs that he's. Um, I guess remaking. You'll really enjoy it a great deal, especially with the lyrics that he's added to it. So it's going to be something interesting that you would enjoy. So you have my word on it. So go out and, and get it when it comes out. And if you yeah, want to know, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I've also put his. Um, his music up on the webpage, so just go on the webpage of the Cocoa Express Show and check it out, and you know, and you can check it out and see. And like I said, you will enjoy yourselves and everything. So everyone have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Be safe, be well, take care of yourself, and God bless. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.